Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 21st in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. The goal always to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Last hour, I'm telling you, Brady on TV. Killer show, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about a bystander. Uh, a good Samaritan who saw a woman getting stabbed. He used his stab me, not his gun. Shot the thug trying to stab everybody. Stopped the crimes. All we need is good guys with guns, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Mack with us. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. And a quick comment on that one. Thank you, Sam. Yes, uh, I saw that story and we talked about it last hour. And this is the Second Amendment uh, at its zenith. This is exactly what should be happening. And people think that it's a problem if there's a, a law-abiding citizen with a gun to stop these sort of things. And, and the propaganda machine that does not ever talk about this, the, the leftist woke media and the dishonest politicians that don't talk about these sort of incidents when a good, honest American defends other good, honest Americans who are being victimized and and even worse, murdered. Uh, and then how long would that have gone on? How long would that stab, those stabbings have gone on if this person, this good American, had not done this? Folks, this is a wake-up call story. Yeah, assault weapon becomes stab me not. That's what the new term for it needs to be called. Not only that, what if the uh, stabber... Um, the person doing the stabbing would have stabbed for a while longer, but then got away to stab another day. You see, folks, this is critical. Now, Sheriff Bob Songer uh, of the great state of Washington with us as well. Welcome, sir. And your thoughts on this story. Well, good morning, um, both to you, Sheriff Mack, and you, Sam. Uh, well, I think you gentlemen are spot on. Uh, you know, it's a typical far left woke bunch of whack jobs out there that want to take our guns away. And what they don't report is incidents like that that occur throughout our country, probably daily in some cases, where maybe not somebody didn't get shot, but the mere fact that a good guy pulled a gun, the bad guy realized he had enough common sense to get the hell out of there. And so that's the kind of thing, uh, that's why we need to be armed in this country, our citizens. By the way, there's another story that says bad guy with a gun meets good woman with a gun. What do you think happened, Sheriff Mack? <laughs> well, uh, at least that's a, a 50-50 chance there. Uh, when women are armed, uh, they they actually come out of it unscathed about 80% of the time. So I give her the advantage because most most of the suspects that do these sort of cowardly things don't think their possible victim, potential victim, is armed. When they are, it's a, it's a surprise to them, and she uh, has that on her side. So national statistics show it's the best and most effective way to defend yourself. And, again, 
it's over 80% that they come out unharmed. Well, you're right because it turns out that the good woman with a gun stopped the bad guy with a gun. And uh, there you have it. So, yes, you're right. It's a 50-50 chance. But in this case, it turned out successful for the good woman. Sheriff Songer? Oh, I totally agree with you. It's And we're seeing an increase in uh, gun purchases by women uh, in our county, and I'm sure other areas of our county, so it seems that it's a blue state and they don't get much support from the governor's office. Um, but no, uh, and I encourage our citizens in Klickitat County, arm yourself. I'd like to tell you, if you have somebody kick your door in at 3 in the morning, uh, you call 911, we'll be there in 30 seconds, and we'll save the day, and we'll be heroes. That's nonsense. That's not the real world. The real world is we could be 15, 20, 30 minutes out due to our rural area, and by that time, the act has already been done. They've either been raped, murdered, or, you know, and so it, it's a homeowner that has to protect himself and his family. So Now, I'm check this out. Supporter. In Interlachen, Florida... A 67-year-old woman fatally shot an armed man who barged into her home early Wednesday morning. That's according to the Putnam County Sheriff's Office. Now, listen to this. Uh, That's what the Blaze reported. Now, the local sheriff called it a perfect example of why he fights for citizens' rights to own firearms Sheriff Mack. Well, yeah. Um, And and Sam, uh, most every bit of this, what we're talking about, these statistics are in my first book, From My Cold Dead Fingers, Why America Needs Guns. And, of course, that book has been assailed by SPLC and several others. But at the same time, if you just follow the history of the Second Amendment and the intent of the Second Amendment. Uh, there's uh, Dr. Locke's book says more guns, less crime. He actually documents uh, a million and a half times a year that citizens use guns in self-defense. So the slogan that guns save lives is absolutely true. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen to me, Peter Libera with this piece. I gave you the example of the first 67-year-old woman with a gun that stopped this thug. Here's the second one. In Houston, Texas, an armed, masked thug man trying to rob a hotel got the surprise of his life when he pointed his rifle menacingly at the woman clerk behind the counter. But instead of grabbing the cash, she pulled out a handgun. Yeah, there's over a million views. But the guy basically uh, ran when he saw her gun. He literally ran away. There you have it. Two women with guns. You call them rape-me-nots, rob-me-nots, stab-me-nots is the new term for what they have lied about and called assault weapons. Sheriff Mack? (laughs) Well, I love those terms. Stab-me-not, rape-me-not, and it's absolutely true. Um, I think that's a good slogan to keep. This is not an assault rifle. This is a rape me not, hurt me not. 
Yeah, and it was robbing me not for this lady behind the uh, the hotel desk there when she pulled out her firearm and the guy ran. It was like, hey, rob me not. Thank you. Have a good day. Merry Christmas. See you later. <laughs> oh, there you go. And it happens over and over and over. The mainstream press is derelict in their duty of reporting it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I got a quick tidbit before we move to the reason we have Bob Songer on. We have him on for a bunch of reasons, but one specific reason. He's got a letter from the Washington Sheriff's uh, Association he wants to bring to our attention. He's also got a warning for we, the American people, he wants to highlight. But before we do that, I was talking to Dr. Scott Bradley on Monday. And we had a guy by the name of Tom Hobbyland, or Havieland, on with us. He is a freelance data analyst. And... Um, it turns out that if you want to learn more about this, you can search on the Internet for a Midwest doctor. And on Substack, this Midwest doctor writes a bunch of articles highlighting this. But in conjunction with well-known multimillionaire Steve Kirsch, Tom has conducted a nationwide study of embalming professionals, along with funeral home directors, etc. And over 80-plus embalmers are now verifying white fibrous blood clots and uh, they say that the presence of these seems to correlate with the rollout of the vaccinations close to 90 embalmers 69 percent of those surveyors seeing the same thing these unusual unseen before white fibrous blood clots uh, and 50 percent or more uh, in corpses and they say that they the first time they've seen them is in 2021 when the vaccines rolled out the reason that I bring this all up, sheriffs, is one for you to understand that study, more evidence coming out, but then get this. In a recently discovered report, it was by Dr. Robert Malone, the U.S. federal government has now secretly been tracking those of us who didn't get the COVID jab or are only, quote, partially jabbed. It's a previously unknown surveillance program designed by the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics, NCHS. It's a division of the CDC. Now, Dr. Joseph McCullough, along with Robert Malone, reports this. Now, listen, and then we'll go to you guys. The program was implemented on April 1st, 2022, and adopted by most medical clinics and hospitals across the the United States starting January 2023. Under this program, doctors at clinics and hospitals have been instructed by government to ask patients about their vaccination status. And then it's added to their, quote, electronic medical records as a diagnostic code known as ICD-10 so that they can then keep track of who has vaccinations and who doesn't inside and outside of medical systems. These new ICD-10 codes are part of the government's plan to implement medical tyranny using vaccine passports and digital IDs. Can you skip the break for me? The government is also, quote, tracking noncompliance with all other recommended vaccinations using the same IDC codes. And they've implemented codes now to describe why you didn't get a vaccine because what they want to do is force those who won't take the vax into what they call vaccine safety counseling. Um, 
And eventually the ultimate goal of these clowns is to force us all to take the clot shot. Sheriff Mack, then Sheriff Songer. Well, that's an amazing story, Sam, because I don't know if you remember, but uh, way back when I was uh, first married and attending uh, BYU in Provo, uh, Don and I lived in a mortuary. And <laughs> I know that sounds like a, an oxymoron because you don't live in mortuaries, but they had an apartment upstairs and we got free rent and free utilities to help around the place. So uh, I went on body pickups uh, numerous times, and I helped with the embalming. Not that I not that I did any of the incisions or the the necessary steps for embalming, but I helped put the person on the table and wash them down. Uh, and uh, then I watched the embalmings, uh, and so I know exactly what the embalmers are looking at because they watch all the blood exit as the embalming fluid enters. And they would be, it would be easy to look and see those blood clots. And now that this is happening, uh, it, it strikes me as the football player uh, from Buffalo Bills who uh, all of a sudden went down and almost died on the field. If emergency people hadn't been immediately available, he would have. But it wasn't because of the chest hit. It, obviously, it was something else. And people said, oh, uh, doctors came on immediately. I know exactly what happened here. Uh, no, you don't, uh, because this happens uh, all the time. And uh, Dale Bittry does a presentation about all the athletes nationwide, young and old, as young as 15, 16, and, and uh, up to, of course, as old as uh, Sheriff Songer and I are. But it, it's an amazing piece of evidence it cannot be reconciled and again the national media uh, and uh, the ama and other organizations that are pushing the false narrative that the, the vaccines work they are extremely dangerous and we've seen it and another one that we've seen is uh death rates in in uh children uh and birth rates that have skyrocketed that the birth rate is now uh, gone up. The death rate at birth has gone up 10% during the last two years. And so people keep looking for answers and, and they, and all they have to do is stop at this ridiculous uh, vaccine. Sheriff Songer, I want to get your take on it as well. Look, they're trying to literally force vaccines on us, never mind the fact that we've proven how dangerous they are now. The government lied, got caught lying. The media lied, got caught lying. The medical establishment, same scenario. Now the evidence is out that these vaccines are incredibly dangerous, and they want to force them on us regardless. Well, in, in my opinion, Sam and uh, Sheriff Mack, in my opinion, this is just another step in one world order to take over this country as Marxists. Um, they have to control the masses, and they'll use this public health uh, gimmick, in my opinion, to force people into vaccination shots. And, uh, we've seen that. People got fired because they wouldn't take the shot and those kind of things. So, you know, I think this report is probably spot on. Uh, I think what they're after is 
they want to corral those who uh, will speak out against whatever the government's trying to sell. And uh, and let's face it, there's big money in all of that for, for those folks. But the bottom line is, uh, just like with the COVID and all of that nonsense that went on, uh, is control. That's all they're after is control and identify those who would speak out against them. And you might add that uh, on a national level, uh, they're trying to get committees for uh, to track people who give out false information in their opinion. And Washington State has a um, substitute House Bill 1333, and we can speak to that in a little bit. But that's exactly what it is, that if you are at a school board meeting and you speak up, they will consider you a domestic violent extremist if you speak out against the governor's dictates or or on a federal level against the president's dictates. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The reason I bring that up ahead of the document that we want to talk about the Sheriff Bob's, Bob Songer brought to the table really is because I think that they're, they've got a correlation, believe it or not, in terms of the moves by your government to jettison the supreme law of our land and literally go rogue. So, Bob Songer, let's talk about you put uh, you brought to our attention this incredible letter uh, from the Washington State uh, Sheriff's Association that is worth highlighting, right. but it relates to this very topic, right? Yes, and, uh, it, you know, it goes to the point where our, our governor in the state of Washington, obviously, well, you're well known that it's well known that it's a blue state, an extremely blue state. And our governor and our attorney general, Bob Ferguson, uh, they are doing everything they can, uh, not only along the lines of shots and all of that stuff, but uh, controlling your uh, gun rights. Uh, I've got probably, I don't know, seven or eight gun bills that have been introduced this session. And uh, and it'll take you right away from owning and. <laughs> I always get excited when they say this, assault weapons, they scare the heck out of people. No, it's semi-automatic rifles is what they're talking about, and high-capacity magazines. And and uh, But the sad part about it is, if they're successful in banding assault weapons, semi-automatic weapons, in other words, from this day forward, if it passes, you can't buy an assault weapon in the state of Washington. Well, it goes further than that, however. It goes to the point if you, you and you say, well, you know, uh, okay, I can't get an assault weapon. I'll buy me a bolt action or a lever action because I want to go do some deer hunting or elk hunting or whatever. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Part of that law is before you can even buy any gun, you have to permit, you have to get a permit, to purchase a permit in order to do that. Now you say, well, okay. Purchase permit means there's a number of requirements on that permit. You have to go through a gun safety course. You have to uh, you have to be uh, cleared by the local law enforcement. You have to go through uh, which you on the background they're cleared anyway, but you have to go through a firing range, uh, certified firing range, and once you get all of that filled out, then you go to the uh, state government here, and you say. Um, you know, may I, I've got my permit filled out. Now, can I get another gun or a different type of gun? They may or may not, depending on, they review it, 
and uh, they give you that permission. Now, it's good for five years. And after five years, you've got to go through this process again. There's all kinds of things tied to that. It's just to purchase a gun that you're entitled to, for Christ's sakes, entitled to under the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution and Washington State Constitution. Now, I believe that these two guys, our governor and attorney general, they're both attorneys. They know dang well that they're violating your constitutional rights, but they do not care. Absolutely do not care. They figure, well, okay, sue us. <laughs> and they'll take us to court and they'll fight us with their own tax dollars. So, you know, it's bizarre. And uh, I get frustrated over it. I tell our citizens that, you know, they can pass all of these anti-gun laws that they want, but I have no intention in enforcing them in our county. And, uh, and they can do what they want to do. And by the way, uh, they've got legislation in there to take care of that problem. Uh, see, the problem is, and you gentlemen probably know this, the elected sheriff, is only responsible for the citizens that put him in office or her in office. Unlike a police chief, and I've served as a police chief in Elkland, Nevada for four years. You served at the pleasure of the mayor or city council. That elected sheriff, his only boss is the people, not the governor, not the state attorney general, or not even Biden or a president. That's the fly, <laughs> that's the fly in the ointment. They cannot stand. They've got a, a law they're trying to pass right now. It'll come after sheriffs, law enforcement, if they don't follow the governor's dictates. That uh, that could be civilly and criminally liable. So they're coming after sheriffs. There's no question about that. But I, yeah, I you guys know. just keep talk. getting in the way, sheriff. Exactly. But you know, I enjoy <laughs> this fight. It's a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little long-winded there. I apologize. You're doing no, perfect, Sheriff Songer. And my yeah. question to you is, what do we do about this? Because there's an assault on our God-given right of self-defense codified in the Second Amendment. The supreme law of the land, the law says we have the right to keep and bear arms. <laughs> but they're literally creating assaults at the general level, be a, uh, whacked out Biden. They're doing it yeah. uh, state by state, uh, a.k.a. Illinois, Pritzker, and, of course, yeah. in your state now as well. Uh, a big push is happening in Colorado uh, as well. Sheriff Mack beat Bill Clinton to the Supreme Court over this very issue 25 years ago, and I believe held back the tide of tyranny for 25-plus years, but now they're back at it. Sheriff Mack, let's start with you. Uh, what the heck do we do? Because, look, everyone everyone who's doing this is violating their oath of office, right? Yes. They are. Uh, most, m Many of them don't know it. I don't know how many of them don't know it, but most of them don't get it. ignorance of the law is no they excuse. You swore an oath. They don't care. No, they don't care either way, Sam. Uh, their agenda is more important than the Constitution, is more important than individual liberty, civil rights. Well, I'm for Martin tossing them in the clink for that then because they swore an oath, man. They're criminals. Of course. Of course. Um, and I asked Sheriff Luke from uh, Illinois if he didn't think that was perjury, if you didn't, if you intentionally broke your oath of office. And, you know, he had to uh, think about that a minute because uh, no one had ever uh, had him think about that before. But uh, it's it's obvious that it is perjury. Will it go anywhere in the courts? No, I'm not sure. Probably not because 
those judges can't rule on something that they're violating also. So uh, it's, it's a it's a catch twenty two, but but this is the thing. <clears throat> the oath of office is required by law, and Sheriff Songer is absolutely correct. The sheriff only answers to his people, and that's not going to change. And these stupid laws that they're proposing won't go anywhere either. He answers to the people that elect him. There's no doubt about that. I got a little more clarification when we come back, but I want to ask Bob Songer the same question. These people are criminals that violate their oaths of office. We'll talk about it in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Prime. Russian President Vladimir Putin said Moscow is suspending its participation in the last remaining major nuclear arms control treaty between the United States and Russia. Putin said he would continue Russia's military campaign in Ukraine as the diplomatic gap between Moscow and the West is worsening. The remarks came during a wide-ranging address to Russia's federal legislature in Moscow today, where he again blamed the West for provoking what he calls the special military operation in Ukraine. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments today in two cases involving Section 230, the federal law shielding liability from social media companies. A major winter storm will spread heavy snow and blizzard conditions through the Rockies, Plains, and Upper Midwest, and snow and ice from the Great Lakes into the parts of the northwest today. Turkish officials are reporting another strong earthquake, and its aftershocks have struck southern Turkey and Syria on Monday, causing buildings to collapse and killing at least six people. The 6.4-magnitude earthquake shook the southern Turkish province of Hatay. Just after 8 p.m. local time last night, more than 400 people were treated for injuries across Turkey and Syria. After many U.S. companies are reporting a downward trend on their fourth quarterly report, Walmart has announced strong quarterly sales as shoppers move to the discount retailer for food and other essentials. This morning's announcement says sales rose 8.3% in the quarter that ended January 27th compared to the same period last year. New Mexico prosecutors have downgraded the involuntary manslaughter charges against Alec Baldwin, reducing the possible prison time the Hollywood actor would face for the 2021 fatal shootings on the movie set Rust if convicted. Prosecutors removed the firearm enhancement and reduced the possible prison sentence from a minimum of five years to a maximum of 18 months. This is USA News. Hearing my cat purr good morning mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, they mean even more. I take Ibrand's Pelbicyclib. Ibrand's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrand's and visit Ibrand's.com. Ibrands may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrands may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 
gentlemen, Sheriff Bob Songer, Clickitut County, Washington, with us. We're talking about this open letter uh, that's been created by the uh, Washington State Sheriff's Association. Almost all 38 sheriffs are aboard to say, hey, you know what? We can't have these disarming of the people. It's unconstitutional. It violates our oath of office, etc. But these criminals that get elected to office and then turn around and do their very best to undermine the country. Uh, Sheriff Mack brought up, is it perjury? And I think there's a great case to be made for that. But I also wonder, is it treason? When you literally undermine the very supreme law of the land that you've sworn to uphold. And if you don't know, we can educate you. But if you don't care, and if you violate these laws, at some point I say, what's the difference in that and treason? Treason is literally undermining your government, eroding trust that the people have in their duly elected officials, et cetera, et cetera. And when you go for broke down that road, now, before Richard Mack's case, I get that maybe they were confused. But now we've got a Supreme Court case saying, no, Bill Clinton, you don't have the authority. No sheriffs, you know, all these different, you don't have the authority to do these things. It violates the Supreme Law. Uh, Bob Songer, am I overstating the point? No, I think you're spot on, Sam. I think uh, you, you make a good point on this treason or, uh, you know, uh, false swearing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. But unfortunately, and I think we all realize, a lot of people take the oath of office where in, uh, you know, they uphold the Constitution of the United States and of their individual state, and five minutes later they forget about it. It's just a ceremonial thing to them. They don't take it to heart, and they stomp all over it when they make silly far-left decisions to violate other people's rights. Uh, no, I encourage sheriffs uh, throughout the country uh, on these uh, far-left nonsense gun control laws and 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 laws uh, you know where they want to track what you say and if you speak out against the government then it's false information you can be charged as a you know as a uh, domestic uh, terrorist basically uh, sheriffs need to stand up and tell them to pack sand and uh, and if they get threatened to be arrested, and I told, uh, I've made it very clear in uh, my county, uh, if they pass some of these stupid laws that, in my opinion, violates the people's rights, and and they want to, because I'll continue to speak out, and if they want to throw me in jail, go for it. And, you know, uh, they're going to have a battle on their hands. Uh, we're not going to just sit here and to get along and, and uh, placate these idiots. Um, and that's what they are. They're bullies, and they push their way around. And if you don't buy into their politics, then right off the bat, uh, you're a white supremacist. You're this, you're that. And they come after your uh, profession. They come after your family as far as trying to destroy your credibility. Now, that's nothing but bullyism. And, uh, and like I said, I enjoy a good fight. I tell them to bring it on. Sheriff Mack? Well, to be quite honest with you, I love listening to Sheriff Songer speak. He's a current sheriff. He's one of the best in the entire United States. Um, I love what he's done. I love what he stands for. Uh, it is a matter of integrity when you swear that oath. It's not just a ceremony, as he was pointing out. It is your commitment to your constituents, to every citizen, to every person, 
to every living human being in your county. You are telling them that you will do everything in your power to protect their God-given rights. That is huge, Sam. That is a huge problem. Amen. And and Sheriff Songer has done his best to live up to that. I applaud the Sheriff's Association of Washington coming out unitedly uh, and powerfully uh, defending uh, the Second Amendment and the Constitution. And uh, we're now getting uh, several different sheriff's associations from across the country doing the same thing. Amen to that. Now, I wouldn't be so harsh on these people when I say they're treasonous, they're criminals. Like, I wouldn't be so harsh on them, Sheriff, if we had just a differing opinion about how harsh we should be or uh, different ways that we can go regarding the Constitution. I have respect for differing, uh, differing opinions, respect that, you know what, you may not see it as I do. I get that, okay? And I have a lot of patience for that. What I don't have patience for is when you directly undermine the supreme law of the land, which you have sworn an oath to uphold. Okay, now we're not talking about the same discussion. When Pritzker, for example, literally says, I will arrest law enforcement officials or I will um, you know, throw them in jail if they don't cooperate or they'll be fired if they don't cooperate or these kind of things. You're not just differing in opinion about how to handle something here anymore. You are using your position of authority to lord over people in absolute, complete opposition to and undermining the supreme law of the land. That's when I start to get really bold in your face going, you know what? No, that's a different ballgame than opinions, parties, differing thoughts. Sam, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't I don't believe it's as egregious as you think. I have my choice to, um, uh, you know, I've got discretion in this matter. Okay, I get all that. But we're way beyond that when they literally try to take away your guns. That's when the founding fathers said to King George, uh-uh, not doing that. Um, and that's the problem, Sheriff. Yeah, which exactly. One? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sheriff Songer first, then Sheriff Mack. No, you're spot on again, uh, Sam. You know, what amazes me is how people, oh, I don't know, a lot of the citizens, good citizens, um, blindly follow along on this real woke uh, nonsense going after the guns. I got a good friend. Uh, I was talking to her the other day, and she says, "Well, Bob, why does anybody need an assault weapon? That's a military weapon. Why you don't hunt deer with that and all that?" And I said, "Well, because they can under the Second Amendment." I said, "Secondly, why do you think?" Uh, the Second Amendment. Ask her if she believes place. in a rape me not, by the way, instead of an assault weapon, if we call it a rape me not. Does she believe in those? Yeah, that'd be a good question. But I, I pointed out to her, I says, yeah, the Second Amendment gives you the right to protect your family, gives you the right to hunt with firearms. But the real purpose of the Second Amendment was to prevent government overreach in our country. That's what the revolution was all about. And uh, she said, well, uh, a militia, that's, uh, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. The militia, I said, the far left like to read that as a National Guard or something. But the militia back in the day was young people uh, that was 
if they needed, they could draw uh, on uh, to fight, uh, fight and uh, were required to be armed. And so they didn't have a National Guard when the revolution was formed. And so anyway, uh, I don't know if I ever got to her, probably not. But uh, bottom line is, I said, people have a right to have those firearms. Uh, they have a constitutional right to have them. And our government, especially in the state of Washington, is constantly, constantly under the Democrat control, is trying to dilute that Second Amendment, put all kinds of provisos on it, or requirements, even buy a gun that you are entitled to, period. And uh, so it's an uphill battle. It'll continue to be a battle in our state. You know, one of the things I noticed, uh, guys, the blueprint for the legislation, anti-gun legislation, they're trying to pass in our state. It almost mirrors, almost mirrors Oregon, California, Colorado, Illinois. And these are blue areas that you know these governors have gotten together and it's an organized effort to dilute and take away your Second Amendment rights. Sheriff Mack? Sad but true. And, uh, you know, Sam, we've all heard the question that uh, Sheriff Songer received from his friend, what he needed an assault rifle for. for. First of all, it's a moot question because uh, law-abiding citizens with a, an assault rifle do not become criminals. Uh, law-abiding citizens do not use those uh, to create violence or cause violence. Never has happened. Uh, the only and very rarely are those uh, rifles used in the commission of crimes because they're very difficult to conceal. And when that person is going in to an area, into a grocery store or Walmart or whatever, even a school, they want to keep it concealed. So, and that's another thing. They know when they go into schools that they are uh, gun-free zones and that they're not going to be confronted by anybody. But the. The law-abiding citizen is not the problem, and it doesn't matter if they own one or not. And I answer that with none yet. It's none your business if I have one. Back in second, Sheriff Mack and Sheriff Bob Songer continue. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less. Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? 
you deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Sheriff Mack, this is a serious issue, and I don't think we need to go to the courts uh, as you did back in 96-7 range and win. We've already got a Supreme Court case president. Scalia articulated it incredibly well. Summary of the court case available at CSPOA.org to learn more and understand not only the court case that was won by Sheriff Mack over Bill Clinton, but it also highlighted previous cases that hammer home the point. Um, but what we need now is good, honest men and women to stand up and nullify now. Sheriff Mack? Well, that's exactly correct. And the sheriffs are proving that. Uh, and where I will be on March 4th, uh, will uh, put a cherry on top of that I, uh, Sunday uh, or chocolate Sunday with whipped cream. Uh, because the cherry on top is just that. Uh, we're going to recognize the great work uh, that's been uh, the the basis and foundation for all of this that we're talking about. And that's the sheriffs of this country changing what's going on. Simply saying, no, that will not happen in my county. When you have 90 out of 102 doing that in Illinois and the some odd 30 or so in uh, Washington, the great state of Washington, uh, that, that means Democrats and Republican sheriffs are coming together because they're recognizing uh, the criminal corruption of Washington, D.C. and of their state capitals and state legislatures and governors. There's not time or money to go ask permission from courts to keep your oath of office as these good men and women are doing in law enforcement and in the sheriff's offices across this country. I, I applaud uh, Sheriff Songer uh, and and his good support system known as Franny and, and the people of his county, but they should not be filing suit. They simply should be doing what they're doing. Put the letter out telling uh, the attackers of the Second Amendment, it's not going to happen in my county. You might find some other county where you're welcome, but it won't be in Klickitat County, Washington. And numerous other sheriffs are taking that stand. And, and that sort of stand has happened in Florida, in New York, in California, in Washington, in uh In Utah, Ohio. at one point, we had 28 out of 29 Utah. sheriffs say they won't go along with gun control. This is one of the quintessential issues in which we were founded and that we stand for now, Sheriff. Absolutely. All right. We got a whole lot to talk about before the end of the hour that I want to get to this interesting tidbit and get um, Bob Songer's take on this as well as Sheriff Max. 
The headline says this. Finally, January 6th surveillance, surveillance video is being released. Then it says Tucker Carlson's crew given access to 41,000 hours of video. Bob Unruh, WND.com. Now, everybody's all jumping for joy and believes this is going to be incredible. They believe that, wow, now we're going to get pay dirt and everything else. And my response is this. I don't think so. No offense, but I don't trust any one person and or entity to get special privilege to view all this stuff. Kevin McCarthy made a deal with Tucker Carlson and Fox News. Tucker and Fox can go look at it and report whatever they want to, and they act like this is opening up the information. I think it's a lie. I think Fox will play Stooge Boy, uh, Waterboy, for the government on this. I think Tucker may be uh, Waterboy and or go along or be forced to go along. I don't know. Or maybe Tucker won't review all of it. His staff will, and they'll betray him and not give him the information. I don't know. But uh, Kevin McCarthy, shame on you, you thug. Why don't you release all 41,000 hours to everybody in the public and let every researcher scour it for information? Why don't you just release it? Why do you have to have a special privileged stooge boy uh, to release it? I'm not impressed at all, Sheriff Mack. Well, uh, my first inclination was, why don't you just look at what Epic Times put out about it? That was completely available to him. Well, the they did that. Year. They did that without the forty-one thousand hours, though. And just imagine if the Epic Times could update their video with that forty thousand hours, but they're not going to get the chance to because it's all going <clears throat> to Tucker Carlson. Right, right. Which is very uh, suspicious, at least, because you're right. Uh, why do they need? Why do they need to use Fox? I believe Send to it control to it, to bottle it up, and to pretend they've released it. Send it to everybody. Let the Epic Times, let me, let everybody scour through these hours uh, of, of data. Why do you have to give it to a specific group uh, and give them a special privilege over everybody else? It wasn't the Fox that released the Epic Times incredible video, the other side of the story. It was the Epic Times. It was people like Alex Newman at the New American and the Epic Times. It was people... Okay, the, these are the people that have reported the truth on this. It's been WND.com. It's been The Blaze. It's been all these groups. Why narrow the scope, Bob, unless there's a fly in the ointment, unless there's a game being played here? Bob Songer? Well, <laughs> this is just my opinion, you guys. That whole thing was a cover-up on the government's part. I think they had plants in there. Um uh, uh, it, it, it just stinks. It doesn't pass the smell test. I think if there is video released, what guarantees do you have that it's all the video and it hasn't been edited to some degree? And I just flat do not trust the uh, the government when it comes to Nancy Pelosi and uh, Biden and uh, Obama and that whole crew. Uh, I believe that... Uh, Yes, uh, it started out uh, as a demonstration, but I think it was incited on the part of the government to uh, to give them backing to control, uh, well, control the speech, basically. Uh, why don't they let Newsmax cover it? Uh, you see where DISH and AT&T, uh, the telephone uh, AT&T, are... Uh, uh, 
are uh, taking Newsmax off the air because they don't want conservative talk. But they left Matt, uh, Fox on there, and unfortunately, Fox was a good uh, good take at one point. But I think they're leaning left, so I don't have a lot of comfort comfort level with Fox uh, reviewing that uh, Tucker. Uh, no, I think there's a problem there, and I don't know if we'll ever get to the truth. Uh, Sheriff Mack and myself been in law enforcement for a number of years, and I can tell you when that young lady was shot by the Capitol Police, uh, that was kept, uh, the name of the shooter was kept quiet for some time, and uh, they wouldn't give out any information. How do you think that would play out in a in a um, police department or a sheriff's office if uh, we uh, one of our officers shoots somebody? Uh, never. Uh, it would never happen. So, uh, it, like I say, it doesn't smell. It doesn't pass the smell test. Sheriff Mack. Yeah. Well, uh, he brings up some very good points, and we know for a fact that what he said uh, there were provocateurs there. There were uh, Antifa people dressed up like uh, Trump supporters in MAGA uh, T-shirts and hats and whatnot. And one is on Epic Times, where a lady that was at our conference that all three of us attended in outside Houston two years ago, just a little over two years ago. No, exactly two years ago right now. Um, and she was on the Epic Times video. And yeah, she her was name was Victoria, people, and she came on the radio with me yeah. literally the day after the event to tell what happened. Yeah. And she would have been on the same day, but the government blocked all the communications, and we couldn't get her on the very day, Sheriff. Right, right. And and so she she told these people, Trump people, Trump supporters don't do what you're doing. Why are you doing this? And they said, shut her up. And so they started physically assaulting her for what she said and was doing. Uh, if that's not enough evidence, there's mountains more, mountains more evidence. And, and yes, not, not only was Ashley Babbitt killed by a peace officer in, inside the Capitol, but it was not justified shooting. And, and yet they've completely covered it up. And he got to go on uh, CBS News and, and talk about it and, and say how he feared for his life because he couldn't <laughs> kill her without saying that feared for his life. She presented no threat to him whatsoever. She was not armed. She was just going through a window, which, yeah, she shouldn't have been doing. But his uh, trespass does not. Well, there's even the evidence that she lethal. went through the window because she was getting smashed by the mob uh, and uh, she was trying to stop people and the mob was attacking her, too. It was her way to try to get to the police and escape and get protection. Uh, from what we understand as well. So, you know, this whole thing is completely wrong, but it just shows the government's narrative. They want to destroy this country. And that's where I kind of get this treason point, too. It's like, hey, you could shoot an unarmed woman climbing through a window. You can literally have your cops invite people into the Capitol, but then claim they're trespassing. You can go ahead and deny their God-given ordained rights to keep and bear arms and all this. And you can create this election integrity fraud on votes. And then we speak up and you call us terrorists. Sheriff, yeah, no. Mac, everybody can see uh, the attempt to destroy this country now. That's treason, is it not? No kidding. It, yes. it is. It is. And, and this is going on worse and worse all the time, Sam. And, it, and it, I, I'm proud, again, of the solution that we're seeing in Sheriff Songer and hundreds of sheriffs across this country. 
All right, let's give Sheriff Bob Songer uh, the final word. Sheriff? Well, uh, you know, I think we're all in agreement that that whole thing smells on January 6th. Uh, the government had, I can tell you, if I had a deputy that shot somebody coming through a window on a trespass, uh, uh, <laughs> there's a good chance not only the deputy would be terminated, but it would be a good chance that uh, uh, the officer could end up doing time for that. Um, but they skip right over that. I, I would like to say one parting word. Uh, I've been in the business over a while, right at 52 years now, and very proud to serve as law enforcement, obviously. But, you know, I served many years and uh, taken the oath of office and really didn't think about it too much. And then come around uh, September, in uh, 2018, uh, they wanted to pass this anti-gun law here, uh, I-1639, uh, I spoke out against it uh, because I'm a big Second Amendment guy, and so did Lauren Cope, who was the police chief of the uh, Republic at the time. And Sheriff Mack invited us back to Mesa, Arizona, and presented us with a plaque, uh, uh, Sheriff of the Year and, and uh, Police Officer of the Decade for Lauren. And, you know, that opened my eyes. And I'll always, always be indebted to Sheriff Mack for opening my eyes what a constitutional sheriff is all about. And thank you, Sheriff Mack, uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you are the guiding light in this country for sheriffs, and more sheriffs need to get on board. Sheriff Mack, you're going to finish up, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Sheriff. Uh, it, I couldn't have done it without you <laughs> and, uh, and numerous uh, other sheriffs just like you. Uh, friends and patriots across America, you just, the last two hours, got to witness the importance of constitutional sheriffs across this entire country. And your mainstream press, ladies and gentlemen, just think how derelict they are on their duties. They call the blind guy in the room the white supremacist. Go figure. <laughs> These people are off their Thanks. rock crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Sheriff Songer. Thank you for what you do, Sam. Thank you, Sheriff Mack. By the way, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Become a member of the Posse today. The Posse's coming up in a little over an hour. Oh, great stuff, folks. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.